is going on, all you nostalgic Xerxes? Oh. I am your host, Corbin Andrews, and join alongside of me is a man who thinks the human race should become walruses. That's right. Should they all? Should we all just what? Abandon. I don't. Kinder Christian does not understand any Beatles. I don't understand your accent. (laughs) (laughs) The Beatles have a song where they say, "I am the walrus, cuckoo, cuckoo." I don't know if I said your name. Christian Flintshaw. Christian Flintshaw here, living every day of my life without the Beatles because (laughs) why not? I like a couple Beatles songs, um, just not many. And of course, <laughs> we have Kendra Mickles with us, everybody. What? What? Kendra, I have been meaning to tell you this, and so I'm glad that I remembered finally. So I go to the gym, and at Gold's Gym, there's a movie theater room where I like to run, and so they just have movies playing on a loop, and it does not matter what time I go. Every time I go, I go in between a 20-minute range of Jurassic World, The Fallen Kingdom, <laughs> mm-hmm. and it is always, always when they are trying to escape the island, they look back, and there's the... The sad brontosaurus, brachiosaurus. And every time I'm running, I, I, I get a little giggle, and I think of you. <laughs> of how sad that makes you. It's so sad. <laughs> <laughs> and every time I'm like, man, can it be really sad while she's running right now? Yeah, I would. <laughs> but it, I w- it literally never fails. Every time I, I get to the point where they're like dropped on the island and they and then or they are like today I got there when they were getting out of the pod in the water. And then I left when they got the bag of blood for blue. Like, it never fails. It is always <laughs> somewhere in there, but it always loops over the whatever it is. Brachia. Bronchia source. I don't know. I don't whatever know. I bring say it, is Bring is Eric on here. Yeah. 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 So anyway, um, great transition into what have your elf eyes seen, Kendra? Legolas, what do your elf eyes see? My elf eyes have seen a ton. Uh, so. All right, well, good, because I've seen, like, three things, so... Strap in. All right. Um, since we recorded last, I've <clears throat> seen three movies in theaters. <laughs> oh, wow, wow. I've only seen one. Um. So, the one we all saw was John Wick 3. Christian, did you First... see it? No, oh, no, okay. I haven't seen John Wick 3 yet. Um, I really liked it, and I forgot to mention last time we talked about... Last week when I said I watched the first two, that I really love the cinematography in these movies, like the colors yes. and the lighting. Mm-hmm. I I yeah. just, I love it. It's such, it's so just like a John Wick style. And I love that it yeah. carries out through all three movies. So um, I really loved it. I was like, keep, just kill all the people. Give me, give me more. Give me uh... The churn out once every two years. Just keep it going. I mean, let this be a Fast and the Furious type <laughs> franchise where we. Well, just get it is gonna one keep going. I mean, uh, I'm pretty sure they're making a fourth one. So, um, yeah. But yeah, I just I never tired of 
the action. I just I could have could have watched it for a very long time. So I really enjoyed that. Um, yeah. Last night we saw Godzilla, King of the Monsters. I I thought it was great. I thought it was it's everything you want in a in a monster movie. I think its only fault is the fault of many monster movies in that they think we care at all about the people in the movies, which is not true. Like we're there to see the monsters. So there were a couple periods where it was just it was too long with the people. The people should be ferrying us from one monster thing to the next. And at one point, it was a little too long. And then at one point, I won't tell you who, but there's a a human who is uh, exposed to enough radiation that they should just be melting. And as I've been watching Chernobyl, like I know what it looks like when you have radiation poisoning, and they just looked 100% fine. <laughs> and so that kind of bugged me. And then after we got out of Godzilla, we saw that Aladdin was starting in 20 minutes. So we went right back in the theater and we watched Aladdin. And I'm going to say something that is a little crazy. Will Smith was pretty freaking hilarious in this movie. (laughs) Like, might have been the best part of the movie. (laughs) Which I was not expecting. But he, I mean, I was, like, laughing out loud at all of his jokes. And, like, I I thought he did a really good job because it wasn't, it wasn't at all Robin Williams' genie. Like, some of their lines were similar because, you know, it's the same movie. But for the most part, he, I mean, he made it his own. And especially a friend like me, I really thought he made his own. Uh, and overall, I liked it. I thought it was mm. I thought it was pretty fun. I liked the people who played Aladdin and Jasmine. Um, I liked both their voices. the The only part I really didn't like is they add a new song for Jasmine, and it sounds like they put a High School Musical song in Aladdin. Like it doesn't go with the rest of gotcha. the music, and it's kind of it's a little cheesy. So, but her she sounded really good singing it. Um, and the other part that was kind of annoying was, uh, I mean, spoiler alert, but if you've seen Aladdin the cartoon, you should know what happens. But, you know, at the end of the cartoon, Jafar turns into, like, a big snake. Yes. That doesn't happen. Oh. Which I thought was kind of dumb. Because well, that's I'm not thing. going for that reason. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly um, forgot that happened, so. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, overall, I I mean, I, I laughed out loud a lot, and uh, I thought the singing was all good. I thought it looked good. So, yeah. If you if you want to know Eric's reviews, he uh, he did like John Wick. I think he was a little dis- He liked Godzilla, but it didn't, like, change his life like he thought it was going to. And uh, he did not like Aladdin. <laughs> but he, I knew he wasn't going to like <laughs> Aladdin, so. Gotcha. Um, and then last night we watched at home, we watched Isn't It Romantic with, uh, Rebel, Rebel and, uh, Liam Hemsworth and Adam, is it Adam Devine or Adam Devine? Divine. Is it Divine? Okay. I don't know. Um, it was all right. I was, I wasn't really expecting anything, but I did laugh out loud a couple times and, uh, Liam Hemsworth was hilarious. I mean, Rebel was funny, too, but uh, Liam Hemsworth was really... If, do you know what movie I'm talking about? Yeah, I do, yeah. Okay. So, yeah, I thought it was a, a good 
romantic comedy. If you're gotcha. if you're looking, if you're looking I do love that. Adam. I do love Adam. De- so his his Instagram name is Adam Bovine, and I thought that was his last name for a really long time. <laughs> um, but I I I love workaholics, and I've loved everything that he's done. So well, I, he's I, I, not I really him. he's not like super funny in it, but he he is good. But Liam Hemsworth is is really funny. Gotcha. Um, so yeah, and then I finished reading. What was I reading? That book that I really loved. Oh, Cersei. Finish that. Lannister. <laughs> um, five stars. Loved it. Uh, definitely read it if you're into Greek mythology. Um, and I started reading A Simple Favor, which is um, a movie just came out with Anna Kendrick and Blake Lively. Have you heard of this movie? Uh, I'm going to be real honest. I zoned out. What did you say? A Simple Favor. No. I haven't heard of that one either. Okay. Well, I haven't watched the movie yet, but I saw the audiobook at the library, so I grabbed it. Um, Not liking it so far, actually. And it's It's not... Is it not too simple? No. Well, I was expecting... I mean, I'm only two discs into this audiobook, but I was expecting Gone Girl. Like, I'm expecting, like, a psychological thriller and it, uh, ha- it has gotcha. not been that at all yet so i don't know I, I i hope it picks up but uh right now i'm not really liking it so okay that's all oh and chernobyl i've been watching chernobyl uh there there was a part in chernobyl this time like i've been able to handle like the gross people because of radiation but there was one where <laughs> i was like I can't look at the screen anymore because it's it's horrible. It's it's just so disgusting and bad. So you should watch Chernobyl Diaries after you finish. I'm not going to watch that. <laughs> no, thank you. It'll be right up your alley. <laughs> um, Christian, why don't you go next? Okay. Um, I haven't watched that much stuff, but, uh, one thing that I watched this weekend was a movie called Natural Born Pranksters. It was released in 2016, and it's basically starring three YouTubers, uh, Roman Atwood, Vitaly, cannot pronounce his last name, He's and Russian. Dennis Rohde. Um, so these guys, I had, I didn't realize I had seen some of their pranks on YouTube before. Uh, Vitaly like crashed like i think ran on uh like uh ran with his shirt off like on the field or something during a brazilian soccer match and got arrested for it so like he made the news at some point i think it was around 2016 and i remember that happening um but it's basically I mean, it's pretty low rated. It's basically like a knockoff version of Jackass, mm. I would say. Like, it's just these three guys running around doing pranks. Yeah, it's the same style as Jackass. What's it called? So, hit or natural born natural pranksters. born pranksters. Oh, so okay. it's hit. I mean, it's pretty hit or miss with like some of the stuff they do versus the other stuff. Yeah, some of the stuff they did was pretty funny though. Yeah. So if you're if you're into like Jackass style movies, then and there's since there's no more jackass available. I used you know, to like that show actually. Be. 
Yeah, I that. think it's you entertaining watching people yeah. do dumb things. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder what Bam Margera is doing these days. Probably um, recovering they, from they, his injuries. The entire Jackass, <laughs> the entire Jackass uh, crew has had a very depressing life. Did you like did you see the movie that, is that true. Uh, Johnny Knoxville just did a movie? No, I don't. I just don't care to. Well, it looked like the same kind of thing. Yeah. They literally have all had. I think Johnny Knoxville is doing doing stuff still. I don't know about the rest of them. So, the other movie I watched. Okay, so you know who Kevin Smith is? Yeah. So, he's created this like horror trilogy, or he's creating a horror trilogy based in Canada. is, Is it the Tusk one? Yeah, so it starts with it's Tusk. It's changed Christian's life. He wants us all to become walruses. <laughs> he starts with Tusk, and then Yoga Hosers, which I had watched randomly on Netflix, not realizing that it was a part of this trilogy. Oh, and then, I didn't realize it was a part of it either. Yeah, and he's creating another one called Moose Jaws, which the description of it literally says, it's like Jaws, but with a moose. <laughs> <laughs> So that should probably be really stupid. Um, But uh, so I watched Tusk and Corbin had said like um, to me before I watched it, I'm pretty sure it's really gross. I had seen a thing on Watch Mojo. I was like, I don't know what this is, but I am not going to keep watching this video. So I turned it off. Yeah. I mean, it is kind of gross, but here's... There's, like, so many, like, familiar faces in the cast. Yeah, it's got your boyfriend in it, Kendra. Justin um, Long. So Justin oh, yeah. Long is the one that has turned into a walrus. Yeah. <laughs> I and... saw one picture from that, and I was like, this this is not for me. Ugh. I mean, it was gross. Okay, so it was gross, and I think if I had not seen Yoga Hosers first, I would have taken it more seriously. But as soon as I started seeing all these characters from Yoga Hosers, I was like, not like Yoga Hosers is so dumb that like as soon as I realized they were in the same worlds, I was just like not able to really take it seriously. Yeah. I mean, it was gross. Like, don't get me wrong, he turns his skin into a walrus. So uh. like he turns a human into a walrus, and so like his skin's all, like disgusting because yeah. he's like. You know, uh, what I'm really afraid about like is that I'm going to wake and up and Christian's going to have done that to me. <laughs> yeah, that and would this be is, terrible. This is a cry for help. Whoever's and listening, honestly, he wants to make it into a documentary. It is pretty horrible, like what he does. Cause, no, like, don't tell he, me. Don't tell me. Because then I'll think about it. <laughs> I really don't want to think <laughs> <Yeah>. about it. <laughs> well, he makes it. I was just going to say this. He like tries to make him swim, and that scene is very uncomfortable. That's the scene like. I saw, and I was like, nah, nah. <laughs> I just don't. I'm not about that life. Yeah. He's so like, a walrus he... must swim. And he like throws his like walrus, mutilated walrus body into the water. Oh, God. Which is just pretty. I th- thought that that was the most uncomfortable part of it because it's pretty abusive. Um, you is know. Yoga Hosier's. Is it scary? Is it over? No. Oh, okay. So it is supposed to be, but it's really stupid. Oh, Basically, okay. it's like Canadian Nazis like found a way to like survive underground, and they created all these like minions out of sauerkraut or something. 
or uh, sausages or something. <laughs> and well, because I'm pretty sure Im- Eric went to and Nick went to go see that, and they've seen like I'm pretty sure Kevin Smith was here, and they saw him, and then they saw the guy that plays Jay in the Jay and Silent Bob movies because he was here too. So that's the only reason I've I also, heard of that movie is because they went I to also see just it. Don't- I don't really like Kevin Smith that much. Yeah. So there's, I don't think he, he this is do up Corbin's alley. No. I, I appreciate these movies because of the campiness of them. I like that style. So I enjoyed, especially Yoga Hosers and Justin Long's in both of them. So it's kind of funny. He's like two different characters. <laughs> he um, named his daughter Harley Quinn. Yeah. That I is, uh, I add that to the. Con list of <laughs> Kevin Smith in my mind. Yeah, so uh, Harley Quinn and Lily Rose Depp are in both Tusk and Yoga Hosers, uh, and Yoga Hosers is specifically about their characters. Gotcha. And then um, also you've got Johnny Depp um, in both of them. So he plays this like detective in Tusk that's like trying to find Justin Long's character, uh, and then. In Yoga Hosers, he's playing the same guy. Oh, okay. So, yeah, they they bleed over, and I will probably see Moose Jaws, because at this point, why not? <laughs> <laughs> You're all in. Yeah, I'm all in, I guess. <laughs> and then, uh, finally, last night, we watched Clear and Present Danger, which I'll let Corbin It's, it's the clear and the present danger. <laughs> yes. Excuse us. And um, I'll let Corbin expound upon it i personally was not all that into it it was super long and kind of boring on a lot of parts like you're just kind of waiting for stuff to happen yes and a lot of political stuff which Mm -hmm. i just was like was not into so um great transition i enjoyed it it is it's more political and it's more analyst stuff which is what he is um so in a way i appreciated it more but it was slow and kind of boring so i liked it i i'm not saying i didn't like it but it i think i like patriot the patriot games better than this one in some ways i appreciated what they were doing Patriot Games is really more of like he just was happened to be there. It's not really about him being an analyst. This one is. This one's more he was stuck with Greer's job. He's trying to deal with the politics of everything. So I can appreciate what they were doing with it. I think that the hunt for the Red October (laughs) is my favorite so far. Honestly, I, I really... Uh, Harrison Ford's great, and I think Harrison Ford is a better actor than Alec Baldwin, but I really did enjoy Alec Baldwin in that role. Um, So, yeah, so we still have two left, so I'm excited to keep going with it. Um, And then I also watched John Wick 3, and I loved it. The only critique I have is there is a part in the middle of it uh, that's kind of slow, the great thing about John Wick is it's action to action to action to action. Mm-hmm. So when it's not, you're kind of just like, okay. So to me, it it was very good. I don't I don't know if I liked it better than two, but it's dang close. I think I I might have. 
I like. I, I mean, I've I liked them all, it. but yeah, I need this. I felt like this one was a lot more hand to hand than mm-hmm. first two. I uh, really love Halle Berry and all and her like whole. You know, scene. surprisingly, I enjoyed Halle Berry, which is <laughs> you think would be easy, but it has proven to be harder than that. So, I, I enjoyed her, which I was not expecting. So all of all in all, I did you notice that the guys from the raid were in it? Yes. Yeah. So well, the one I, guy are they were they both from the raid? I think they were both. In I it. knew I'm the one sure. guy was. Yeah. yeah, he's very he's very uh, easy to recognize. He's like four foot nothing and, yeah. and very uh, has very distinct qualities. So I enjoyed that aspect of it and. I enjoyed the expansion of the world. I liked how it left off with, I guess, I don't really know it's spoiler alert, but Lawrence Fishburne saying, I'm I'm pissed, are you pissed? Mm-hmm. Um, and it kind of ends there. I I like what they did, did with it. So, great movie, great time. I had a great movie experience. Uh, a guy behind me, every time a dog, so Halle Berry has these two dogs, which is a cool thing to add into a fight scene mm-hmm. was these two dogs just killing everybody going after every and, crotch. And she would say, she'd go like hi or something. And they would run out of nowhere and just attack these people. And every time this elderly man would go mm, like every <laughs> time. And it was so funny. So I enjoyed that. I leaned over to Eric while we were, uh, after that scene, and I was like, I would not want to be any one of those actors with no. those dogs. Nah, like, I'd, r- I'd rather be fun. Die. Um, so, so the final thing that I watched, which I do want to talk about for a little bit, was Eric recommended on HBO to me, like back in Christmas, the uh, Steven Spielberg documentary on HBO. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I watched that. It's really good. It was it that might be in the top five best documentaries I've ever seen. Just from I mean a personal standpoint and how his personal life affected his work and and it just takes you through his whole journey. But for anybody, listen, I don't. I've never worked behind a camera. I've never worked on anything. You know, when we review something, it's it's pretty. Uh, opinionated it's how we feel it's not you know from a critique standpoint Um, but this if you are somebody who is trying to be a filmmaker or somebody who's even just trying to make a business I think that there's a lot of leadership lessons in that documentary Um, and it it starts off with him talking about he went to go see Lawrence of Arabia when he was 16 he said when I, I started filming things when I was eight years old um, and I gave up on my dream when I was 16. And he said one weekend he went to go see Lawrence of Arabia and he left that theater saying, I'll never direct. The bar has been set so high that I can never, I can never outdo this. And he went, then he went the next weekend and the next weekend until he finally said, I'm going to do this or I'm going to die trying. Mm-hmm. And I just thought that that was it. And it goes through the whole documentary goes through his his work and and his successes and his failures and everything. And at the end of the documentary, he says, "I always make it a point to rewatch 
Lawrence of Arabia every year. And I just think a, a director who ha- who is probably the most commercial success, the most household name of a director says, I go back every year to, to what motivated me in the beginning is such a great leadership lesson of never being satisfied, always over-preparing, always having that drive. Um, and it, so I really enjoyed uh, the ride it took me on of just going through all his films, everything like that, and the lessons. You know, he talked about, you know, I never know how the first scene is going to go when we start a movie, but when I'm pushed into a corner, that's when I become alive. That's when I, that's when great ideas come. I hate the feeling of not knowing, but that's when I'm at my best. And it's just things like that throughout the whole documentary were just such great life lessons of anyone who's trying to do, uh, you know, become anything in a career or a business or a filmmaker, anything like that. So I really enjoyed it. So that's all that I've seen. Nice. Um, I forgot when I was talking about Fargo, this is so random, but when I was talking about Fargo, I forgot to mention that I really liked the episode where they did the Peter and the Wolf music and they did like for each character, they were like the cat and then they played the cat's music and the, oh, the duck yeah. and then oh, they you're, going the like, you're going like three episodes back <laughs> i know i well i just like thought of yeah. it the other day i was like how did i not talk about that because like i'm a music teacher and so like i know that the peter and the wolf music really well and so i just thought okay. it was so funny that at the beginning they're like uh each of the characters has their own music and then they like and then like throughout the episode whenever you saw those characters they played the the music to go along with them i thought it was really funny yeah. And fun. All right. Uh, shall we move on to the news? Shall we break off a piece of the fancy yes. feast? Break us off a piece of that fancy feast. Break me off a piece of that fancy feast. It's a cat food. Nailed it. All right. Well, we piece. had uh, several trailers this week. Um, Dark Crystal trailer. I've never seen Dark Crystal, so I don't know anything about it, but it looks like it's going to be well-made. So fans of Dark Crystal rejoice. Yeah, I don't, I watched it. I didn't, I don't know anything about it either. I think that I always just associated Dark Crystal with uh, like never, what's it? Never ending tale, never ending story. Never ending story. Yeah, I just searched, yeah. I I think it's because we, yeah, we saw the trailers for them like together, so. New Rambo movie coming out, Last Blood. Um, Heck yeah. I did not Heck know yeah. it was happening. The last one I saw was the one where he's like in the jungle. Yeah, uh, you saw Yeah, you saw like the 2008 one. Yeah, I didn't think that one was very good. Um, I, I don't even remember what happens. I, I don't either. He saves a bunch of missionaries. Yeah. And shoots and kills everybody. <laughs> um, number one, the trailer phenomenal and there's only one reason why i say that old town road (laughs) i knew you were gonna say that this okay i don't like that song but dang do they know their demographic i thought they used it well yeah (laughs) that is that is like that is a lesson that sonic should learn of (laughs) the song should appeal to your demographic not daggum gangster's paradise but I thought it was good. I, I mean, I'm going to go see it. I've seen all the Rambos. I like Rambo. And this is the last one. So I think I've only seen you know. First Blood and then 
that other one. I don't yeah, think you I've saw... seen the second yeah. one. No. I'm, so. I'm fine with being the last one forever. Well, he's honestly. getting, he's getting up there, so... <laughs> Yeah, he is. He is. It's time. I mean, I mean it is time for him to do for a, a last one. To I happen. think you can't continue. Here's it. the thing. I think Creed works really well for a continuation of like a franchise like that that he's famous for doing. I well, just, Christian, that's too. That's not the same thing. I know. He's not the I lead just actor. don't buy into Rambo as okay, much. Okay, Christian, with him being old as crap. Christian, you know. just don't turn it off. <laughs> I'm just, this was. My war, Dad Gummit. Christian, I, no, I like Rambo. I well, Christian, I, I don't respect don't your opinion because you think all action movies are boring. I do. So well, except this looks for John like, Wick. Why, I love John Wick. Why would I listen to you when you think that they're all the same? Yeah. So this looks right. like Home Shut Alone. Up. This looks like Home Alone on crack. <laughs> That's one way to describe it. <laughs> Um, we got a trailer for Pixar's new film Onward with Tom Holland and Chris Pratt. Did you watch that trailer that I sent you? I I did. Um, fine. Looks pretty cute. Yeah. I mean, they will, uh, sure that that will, that will be like the highest grossing movie of the summer or something for like Um, 10 weeks. Did you see... I was thinking this because when we saw Godzilla, I was afraid because when we saw John Wick, we got all the horror trailers and it was oh, terrible. Yeah. And so then when we saw Godzilla, I was like, great, we're going to get horror trailers again. But they were all Disney trailers. And then when we saw Aladdin, again, Disney trailers. So we watched like the same trailers. But uh, did you see, did you get the trailer for Midsummer when you saw? Oh, Yeah. That looks. Yeah, I, I didn't watch, but it looks really scary. God, well, hereditary. The director who is doing that directed Hereditary, which we have said multiple times is the scariest movie we've ever seen. So, um, I know. I, that's I, why I, when I, that popped up on the screen, I was like, "And I'm not." My friend anymore. said, "My friend said, what will it take for you to go see that in the theaters with me?" Which he responded, which I think he was like. 20 bucks and i simply just said you buy my ticket you buy my slushy i'll go see it <laughs> so the slushy's important i can't oh oh for sure i'm not gonna go to a movie i don't want to see without a slushy well so. i i pretty much always get a slushy or an icy icy is preferred over yeah. a slushy when i see it well yeah yeah yeah. that's that's what i mean yeah well Coke at slushy? the one theater we go to they have ices and at the other theater we go to they have slush puppies and i definitely prefer uh, ices uh, over slush what mids what midsummer looks like to me is a much scarier and a well done version of uh the wicker man <laughs> like yeah, just yeah. you know that's what it, i thought of when uh, i was watching it, it. it looks like <laughs> That's what these I thought of when go I watched to it. Some, yeah, these people go to some uh, island or whatever, Swedish and some festival. cultish, some cultish things happen. Yeah. So very, yeah, that looks very. Uh, and then the it trailer what, came on, and I was like, nope, not watching this. And oh then there wow, was, you got the it trailer. We got the it trailer. How did you? We got what Midsummer. did you do? Just close your eyes and close your and. I tried to close my ears. It. I mean, it was so loud I could still hear it, but I yeah I just didn't look, um, but yeah. I could hear everything. And then we got oh, yeah. the trailer for uh, 
the movie with the girl and she's stuck in her flooding house during a hurricane and there's an alligator in the house. Oh, I have no idea what you're it's, talking about. I think it's I called think Crawl. It's a, oh, Crawl yeah. Dads. Where are the crawdads saying? No, it's called crawl. Oh, and that she's like, it's they're supposed to be evacuating and the house is flooding, but she's trying to get her dad out, but there's like an alligator in the house that's trying to eat them while they're trying to get out. But it's just like, it's flooding more and more. It looked very stressful. I mean, I was hiding my eyes. Once I realized it was an alligator, I was like, oh, okay, that's not that sorry. But anyway, moving yeah, on. I, uh, I've seen that trailer. <laughs> yeah. It's so I was like, just because I'm at an adult movie does not mean I want to see all these trailers. I just want to enjoy the movie. Anyway, one more trailer: Ford versus Ford v Ferrari. Did you watch the trailer okay. for that? Oh, I watched it before you sent it. This is right up my alley. It looks the good. Ford Ford versus Ferrari is a is a great story. I, I, I mean, I'm not gonna give anything away but it is a one of the i i don't love cars i'm not a car guy but it is one of the best stories in the automotive uh industry to i mean it's a success story it's great shelby um le mans it's it's a great story i don't know Um, anything about it so yeah don't tell me anything because i I won't but but James Mangold is is quickly becoming one of my favorite directors. He directed Three Ten to Yuma, The Wolverine, Christian's favorite because it's in it's in Japan. Japan, uh, Walk the Line. <laughs> he did Logan. Um, he's a great director. And this cast with with Matt Damon, Christian Bale, John Barenthal. It, I, I don't need to see anything else. I'm sold. John, Barrett. it's a great trailer. I, I think I'm more excited for this than I am Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Mm. I, I mean, this is just right. This is right up my alley. This is a great, it great looks really story. Good. It looks, it looks great. Yeah. So, so some good news. A couple, what was it like a month ago, two months ago, we said that Alex Trebek was diagnosed with stage four pancreatic cancer. Which, I mean, stage four, it's hard to come back from that. But. Mm. Uh, he's, he's blowing the doctor's minds and he is in near remission. Like he's, he's almost gotten rid of it. Um, so he said, he said, it's kind of mind boggling. And the doctor said they hadn't seen this kind of positive result in their memory. And some of the tumors have already shrunk by more than 50%. Wow. That's great news. That's exciting. Super great news. Fans of Harry Potter rejoice. J.K. Rowling is set to release uh, four new stories um, in July, I think, that will delve deeper into the rich history of magic. Should it? Does that make you happy? It's it's fine. Oh, on June twenty seventh, uh, four new ebooks um, will be released. I I will not read them. It feels like I like the Harry Potter universe, but I don't, I don't, I don't, and I don't care. But to me, it's not, it's very frustrating when a franchise that is beloved and that you love very much is just trying to to milk on, the teat of this cow, if tack you will, on extra books to get all the change well, this out is of it. Her, I, will. I mean, this is J.K. Rowling's 
Rolling, sorry, it's rolling like bowling. This is J.K. Rowling. Rolling like bowling. This is J.K. Rowling's. I mean, this is her series, so she's yeah. she's welcome to write what she pleases. No, no, I'm not saying she can't. I'm just saying, I don't know. I if I I think that I would want an end to it at some point. If I was a fan, I'm not a fan, so I don't care. I'm just saying. It's always frustrating. Oh, when hold on. This says crap. this says J.K. Rowling is not involved. Hold on. Let me oh. just read what it says. So this is on Daily Mail. Um, it says the nonfiction short stories, all called Harry Potter: A Journey Through dot dot dot, have been adapted from the audiobook Harry Potter: A History of Magic, which was inspired by the British Library exhibition. And J.K. Rowling is not involved. Um, the bite-sized ebooks launched by Pottermore Publishing, will be themed around lessons Harry and his friends studied at Hogwarts School of Witchcraft and Wizardry. They include charms, defense against the dark arts, potions, herbology, divination, astronomy, care of magical creatures. As a fan person, if this, if these had come out, like, you know, how obsessed with it I was when I was younger, I would, I would love it. I'd, I'd eat it up. So. Gotcha. All right, Pokemon uh, is releasing is going to be releasing a new game called Pokemon Sleep, and like Pokemon Go, it will use it will track your sleep, and that will uh, that will train Pokemon. Correct. So <laughs> this says uh, they said we're pleased to announce the development of Pokemon Sleep, uh, a new app. Uh, that tracks a user's time sleeping and brings a gameplay experience unlike any other. Several Snorlax were consulted on this, in case you were wondering. <laughs> uh, it's, coming out huh. in 2020. <laughs> um, I, I've heard about I heard about this. That's it, interesting. <laughs> this uh, is a game I can get behind because <laughs> I am fantastic sleep. at sleeping. <laughs> it sounds like it's yeah. not really a game. It sounds like yeah. it's a uh, yeah, it just it's like a like a Fitbit tracking your sleep and it just Yeah, it yeah. encourages you I to mean, sleep. <laughs> yeah. Pokemon Go wasn't really a game though either in a way. In a way. But it is in a way. It's They're like encouraging you to work out and then they encourage you to get a good night's sleep. They care I mean, about your health. Yeah, good. I I'm behind it. <laughs> Oh, by the way, uh, at these Disney trailers I watched, one of them was Maleficent, and we saw it twice. Uh, I think it looks kind of good. Do you think she looks weird? She, I mean, her face, like her cheekbones are sticking out. Uh, Those things could cut glass. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, it's a good trailer, but I've been fooled yeah. by trailers before, so. Oh, haven't we all? Speaking of live-action Disney... Um, the live-action uh, Snow White and the Seven Dwarves movie is coming. Um, and they may have found a director for it. John Favreau. Uh, Mark Webb is in talks to direct. Um, and he did Amazing Spider-Man and he did 500 Days of Summer. So. Okay. Um, and... Uh, for music, I believe it's going to be Benj Pasek and Justin Paul who did the music for La La Land, uh, and Dear Evan Hansen. So good, good things. Those are, those are all good things. Good things. Um, 
Uh, it's happened. Robert Pattinson has been cast as Batman. I got that notification by IGN on my phone, and I immediately sent it to you. <laughs> yes, so, you did. So I, I'm not gonna. I'm, I'm not behind that. I don't care. I'm not. I'm yeah. not gonna be like, oh, that's stupid. That sucks. I mean, if you're basing it only on Twilight, then I think that's a that's a not a good opinion. Yeah, he's, done, he's been in lots of other. Uh, he's stuff. done a lot of other stuff. He's a good actor. I mean, okay, here let's put this in, like. A lot of if you talk to people who were aware of movies at the time, they hated the cast of Jared Leto. I mean, not Jared Leto. Uh, what's his name? Heath Ledger oh, as yeah. the Joker because all at the time all he had done was like a Knight's Tale and movies like that. Like he wasn't who Broke he Back was. Mountain. Brokeback Mountain. Like he wasn't like a this guy can play the Joker. So I. I, it's just you have to have patience in some ways, you know. Like I, I am optimistic. I remember, I'm I remember optimistic. back in college when there was rumors about Ryan Gosling being cast in Blade Runner. I was like, that is stupid. Why would you do that? But at the time, he hadn't done. He had only done like, you know. Well, I thought the Daniel. Notebook. I thought Daniel Craig was going to be dumb as James Bond, and he's been. Yeah, great, my point so. is, you just don't know until it happens. So Christian. Have some faith. Have Honestly, have it's, not, it's not really about Robert Pattinson being the Batman that I don't... I just... I think the thing is, I really like the Dark Knight trilogy so much that like well, nothing else is going to come into that. Get, you need to get over it. I mean, there, it's not going to... Nothing's care. ever going to talk. I just don't care. You know what I mean? It's yeah, like, but I'm just saying, if that's like your... If the, that's uh, your... Ben uh, Affleck... The, the whole Ben Affleck Superman or uh, Batman movie is like, no, I saw the, I remember seeing the trailer for that and I was just like, I probably will never see that movie. That's just how I felt. You know what yeah, I mean? It, it was just like, I couldn't, I didn't care to see it because I didn't care about that. Like nothing about the trailer made me care about it. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. And I'm not like a Batman super fan. So yeah. You know, I, I I imagine what will happen, unless there's like a good villain, <laughs> I probably won't be interested. <laughs> but that being said, that Joker movie, man, looks pretty bad. I'm gonna. I think it's stupid. love that that movie. <laughs> I hate it. Um, the Weekly Planet, because you know how uh, Ben Affleck they called him Batfleck. Well, uh, right. the, the Weekly right. Planet has started calling him. Uh, raw bat, bat and bat. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. It makes me laugh. All right, last bit of news because oh my goodness, we're forty-five minutes into this podcast. Woo, man, we are. This is two podcasts we've been going over <laughs> going so long. Uh, iTunes is officially dead. Apple nice. has killed iTunes today. Today, so it's now going to be three separate apps. So one for music. One for podcasts and one for movies. Interesting. So Apple Music, podcasts, and then Apple oh. TV. Well, they already have those. I know, but now, <laughs> but there's no more iTunes is what I'm gotcha. saying. You're only, yeah. like, you used to be able to have it all there. Now all your music is going to be in one place, all your, you know. Yeah. You know what I, I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah sure. that doesn't surprise me. So, like um, I, it's basically it just cutting out 
the middleman. Yeah, but I I don't know. This makes I like having all my music in iTunes, but yeah. also my iTunes is real annoying and doesn't sync right to my stuff, and I hate it. So it is a nostalgic thing because I've been downloading music on iTunes forever, but. I think we'll all be okay moving on from this. So it's it's a new day. It's a new day. So That's... does that mean does that mean that basically you can't have physical music now? When's the last mean? time you had physical music? I mean, I do have physical music. You mean like burning music. do you mean or like burning CDs? Music. Like the CDs I bought when I was in high school. I still oh, have to my put phone. them on are you saying but, to Apple. That's on Apple Music. I don't know what it means. I really don't know what it means. Cause my like, guess it would be no. Same thing with me. Like on my iTunes, I have, I've just like put all every every CD I've ever had is on there. So I don't know. Will it just all be in Apple Music now? Well, my guess is that it would be. My guess is that it, you no, you wouldn't because they're moving away from anything physical. Well, this says they've always uh, been moving away from anything physical. iTunes will no longer pop up immediately when you plug an iPhone into your computer. The change should have little to no effect on the average customer, assuming you haven't spent this <laughs> the past several years battling iTunes incomprehensibility to create meticulous filing systems for your downloaded music. <laughs> yeah. Gotcha. I don't know. I'm still kind of old school, so... God, kind of. Yeah. That I mean, I still burn true. CDs and stuff, so I don't know. This yeah. might be and you're still living in 2004. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. All right, that's all the news. All right, cool, 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 cool. So it is my turn to pick the nostalgia of the week. And my question to you, Christian, is uh, what did you eat for breakfast? I ate... Nothing. Well, tonight you're going to eat hearty because we're going to dine in hell. Uh-huh. That's right. 300. <laughs> All right. So here's what I want to do this time around. I'm going to start by telling you this is very nostalgic. I liked it when I was a young eighth grader. Um, don't really care for it now. So my grade will not be great. So Kendra... Well, here's what I want to do. I want to start by saying how I got exposed to this. It's nostalgia for me. Um, And then I'm going to talk about things I liked about it, things I don't like about it. So this movie was like the biggest thing in, I think, it came out in 06, or I think the 8th grade, maybe? 8th, ninth grade, something like that. And I couldn't see it because there's nudity. So... (laughs) It was like every all of my friends had seen it. We were all like, we were all just these young kids that you know were starting to work out for sports and playing sports. So it's such like a testosterone filled movie, and every guy talked about it. And I just wanted to see it. All I wanted was to go to the movies and to see it, and so I could participate in those conversations. And then. One time I came home and I took my backpack off and my dad said, will you promise me if we go see 300, you will close your eyes at the nudity? And I said, (laughs) I said, yes. And we went 
And is there at a the ton time, of nudity? No, it's just the one ton- scene, right? No, no, there's more than one. Oh. But um, it was, to say the least, like the one of the best things at the time that I thought I had ever seen. I loved the action. I loved the slow motion. I loved the aesthetic of it, which is funny because I hate that now. <laughs> uh, I like I really did love everything about it because it was so, this whole movie is like if you just ingested like a, a pound of testosterone in it and and chugged a a monster energy drink, that's what this movie is. It is like the the most like, who cares what's happening? It's dudes with abs and they're killing people because they're like, I don't know, they can do whatever. So I loved it. So Kendra, I know you had the same experience that I just described. Oh, so yes, for sure. Why don't you tell me about it? Um, I don't, I think I saw this like after it came out on DVD and everything, but I, I've always really enjoyed it. Like, I know that... Like, it was the first to do some stuff. So now, like, going back and watching it, it feels old hat. But I feel like it was kind of like, it started this wave of, like, the slow-mo fighting and, like, some of the the stuff that he does. Um, Yeah. But I've always enjoyed it. There's there's some gross stuff that I don't enjoy. Um, Right. But I... I enjoy the fight scenes and all of that about it. it. It's never, it was never like my favorite movie or anything, but uh, I like, I like a good story from that time, like Sparta and Thermopylae and all that stuff. So um, right. it's really, right. it's really funny that, cause this is Gerard Butler and I just saw the trailer for the new uh, Olympus, not, it's not yeah. Olympus, yeah, it's yeah, fa- Angel that, has fallen. Yeah. And I leaned over to Eric and I was like, Man, he's looking, he's looking real old. <laughs> yeah. But in this, he's like you know, so right. young and cut. So. Yep. It's, uh, it's funny. Christian, I think I had a pretty similar experience. I don't think I saw this in theaters. If I did, it was I was a little sneaky, sneaky one a with sneaky it. Sneaky. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, uh, I do remember it was like a big deal. Like everybody was talking about it. I wanted to see this so bad. Um, but I can't remember the medium with which I finally did see this. <laughs> it was either I rented it like at a sleep, we like rented it at a sleepover or something. I watched it on TV or, it was uh, on TV a lot at, at one point. Yeah. yeah. Or it's an um, FX. <laughs> yeah. It's an FX. Oh yes. Type movies. Um, I might have seen it in theaters, though. I don't know. I was so anxious to see this movie. Yeah. And, like, I remember I had to find some way around (laughs) telling my parents that I saw it or something. Right, right. (laughs) Yeah, I'm sure I had those thoughts of, like, can I sneak around and do that? Yeah. So I'm going to walk through some things that I liked. about. So I literally watched this about four hours ago. So I just... Uh, jot some stuff down. The action, like you said, at the time it was um, it was kind of new, and I remember the the first at like the first action scene where he kind of steps out and he's twirling his he's like twirling his spear and killing everybody. And there's you can see 
the people behind him kind of doing the same thing, I remember going, oh, wow, like really just kind of gasping at the scope of it. Um, and then the cast, I think the cast is pretty good. Um, I mean, you know, at this point, we know what we get with Gerard Butler. Um, we know what he is. It's good. I'll tell you what, Game of Thrones really did kind of restore Lena Hetty mm-hmm. for me because I don't like her in, in anything else she's done. Really? Um, I just don't like her. I just don't like her, like her charm. She's kind of, it's funny that Eva Green's in the second one because they both are to me like the same and I do not like Eva Green. <laughs> just like how they are, I don't know. I, I just don't like them. Uh, Dominique West, David Wenham. So it was. Michael I mean, Fassbender. Michael. In oh this yeah, Fassbender. Yeah, I know. He's the. Well, uh, like they'll blot up the sun, and he says, "Then we'll fight in the shade." He's Is just it? like a soldier. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, he's that's a, funny. So and he's by far the. I mean, no, no shock. He's the best actor to me in this <laughs> movie. So, uh, but all in all, I I thought the cast was good. Um, I just wrote down Sparta in parentheses source material. This isn't like as somebody who is a uh, who was a history major in college. This isn't based off. You have to look at it as like not based off history because it's based off a graphic novel, and right. they stay true to that, which is fine. I don't mind you taking liberties with historical things. I'm not like somebody's like, um, well, actually, <laughs> it was a farmer. Who, you know what I mean? Like. It, it, <laughs> Like it doesn't matter to me as long as the the concepts and the principles are the same. Of three hundred Spartans stood up against Xerxes to you know you know what I mean. Like that's what matters, and that's what they did, and that's fine. Xerxes, um, pow. Yeah, right. So <laughs> I also said like creative license. I was fine with it. I thought you know what they did was fine, um, and then cliche for a reason. It is a clear, like screaming. I almost started, started this podcast with saying like screaming, this is nostalgia, but <laughs> I hate that so much. Cause it's such a cliche. Cause I remember after this came out, everybody tried to do everything with this is Sparta mm-hmm. and kicking somebody. So, but it's cliche for a reason. The slow-mo, you know, when you talked about the South Park episode where they're making fun of this and it's like he had to make coffee and it gets real the music swells and it's all slow-mo like it's cliche for a re- things become cliche for a reason so um this i mean at the time this was something that was kind of uh, a breath of fresh air in the action movie genre it, it was it had fun with itself it wasn't overly serious um so yeah, so those were the things that I liked about it. Um, any comments, questions, concerns? Uh, agreed. Okay, cool. Moving on, things I don't like. So you could pretty much uh, title this podcast, Kendra, A Tale of Two Directors, because everything about Spielberg that I mentioned before is the exact opposite with Snyder. <laughs> um, I hated everything. This movie could have like i could uh, this could be a great great movie <laughs> i hate Zack snyder's sensibility his direction everything that is Zack snyder i hated about this movie so uh st- i put style parentheses color 
<laughs> comma extreme. Okay, so what I mean is this is such a like it is it is draining, I think, to watch such a colorless movie <laughs> for two hours. It's too like, gray. Is it too gray for you? You know what, Christian? It's, it's very sepia. Some call it's this very, the office of movies. It's very sepia looking. It, uh, well, okay, <laughs> so, so he did this and he did Watchmen, right? I think Watchmen's the color and the scheme and the tone of that movie works well with the source material in that universe. Like, I think having kind of mute colors in that looks good and it works well. You know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. grittier. It's a grittier superhero movie. With this, it doesn't. It's just it's just brown, toned down brown on toned down brown with a little bit of red. That's <laughs> all. You know what I mean? It is just like, it's kind of not makes it fun to go back and watch it. Um, and extreme, everything is is like all the slow-mo stuff of like them running. Like there's a, the first scene when the guy comes to like ask Sparta to like surrender, they, they ride their horse for what feels like a minute of just in slow-mo. And it, you're just like, why are we, why is it slow? It's just like unnecessary. Like the action scenes were slow-mo, it's cool because you can stop and you, it's like slow-mo in a sports game. It's cool, you know? Um, but when it's just like them, them riding down a hill, you're like, why? So, <laughs> and everything is like, everything is extreme. Like the, like the nudity is, doesn't need a plate. Like most nudity in movies, it doesn't do anything. Seeing Gerard Butler's butt doesn't do anything for the movie. Like the scene where the hunchback guys like, seduced or whatever it is like not even like here's some women it's like here's like this woman who's got no arms and no legs am i right you want you know it's like okay buddy like i don't know and and all the like i'm sure gerard butler got in shape and like michael fassbender and uh david hunnam but everybody else is like cgi'd abs yeah well that was like a whole thing like everyone's abs were cgi yeah so it again, all of that falls on the director. So, I and the the other thing, uh, it's kind of the one-liners of like, <laughs> it makes it dated, which is fine. I mean, you can't. It's you know, it is what it is. It was two thousand six, but you know, like there's when before the battle, the guy says, "Spartans, lay down your spears." He's like, "Come and get them." You know, it's like things like that. You're just like, uh, okay. So the, it makes it dated. It's, it doesn't make it as watchable to me. Um, and then I wrote Dominic West's character because there is no motivation provided for what he is doing. All that you know is that he was given gold by Xerxes. That's it. And he like is working behind the scenes to try to prevent Sparta from going to war. That's it. You don't like know why he's doing it. You don't know his motivation for doing it. You don't know even, I mean, he just kind of randomly rapes the queen and is like, you know, you'll tell the Senate whatever, because I'm going to rape you. So it, his character, literally his motivation is such a, 
what is he why there's no why behind anything that he does um and then i wrote does it stand up to the movies of that of that era like the action movies of that time the troys the gladiators uh you know i don't know that i would consider this like an a-list movie um you know it obviously did really well but you know like even a movie like king arthur does it you know does it hold up to a movie like that um that i would consider a b-list movie so and it, to, to me the answer is no it doesn't it it the the style the the direction the tone of everything it i would choose probably five other movies of this genre to watch before i would watch this um harsh so harsh so <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, but is it? I mean, you have to look at a movie. Other movies at that time were doing great things, and they still hold up, you know. Um, so, yeah, that's pretty much pretty much my feelings. I didn't rewatch it, but the last time I watched it, I remember still enjoying it. So, I don't know. But I, I don't know. Zack Snyder is. I mean, he's so hit or miss. I mean, I love Sucker Punch. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good I really love that movie. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, but, you know, uh, freaking Batman, Superman BC. crap. Uh, not great. So. Well, I, I will say this. The last time I watched this, I was probably a senior in high school and I thought, you know, this really doesn't do anything for me anymore. And if, I think if I wouldn't have rewatched this, I think I would have given it like a two. Um, but I rewatched it, and I think I was a little bit higher on it this time. It's such a – there are good things about it. There were things that it did at the time that were good um, for action movies and good for film. But then there was things – that it gave us movies like Immortals and <laughs> 300 The Rise of an Empire with Eva Green. So, <laughs> yeah, both of those are terrible. There's just the, there's like, it really is, uh, there are pros and there are cons to this movie. Um, so, so I don't know. I'll, I'll stop talking and let you guys have, have a word in. I don't have too many words. You've said all well, that you can say. I'll just say this. I I think it's uh I think the reason that it's probably not as rewatchable is because it was so huge culturally at the time and because so many jokes were made yeah. like involving it or like so many things have spawned kind yeah. of off of this it did have a spoof movie made after yeah it, so and so many things and it like got tired yeah i think and yeah. it's also like i think too it was it's one of those movies that have been played on tv hundreds of times right. like i've probably seen this movie quite a bit just like yeah. scrolling through tv yeah. back in the day yeah um you know i just think the concepts of this got tired quickly yeah. Because it becomes kind of like. Do you once think that's it's it false? Do you think that's the movie's fault, or do you think it's just the that the I culture latched onto it? I think some movies don't age well, 
and it's just the way that the culture goes with that kind of a thing. Like, I don't know if it would or not, but you know, I think what makes it cliche, kind of cliche, is this like. I, well, I don't necessarily. I don't necessarily agree with the the reason for that. I I don't think it holds up well because just like most movies that try to be. It, things get dated. It is what it is. I don't think it's rewatchable for me because of the artistic direction that Zack Snyder took it. To me, that is like the, enough to hold me back from wanting to rewatch it. It it's not because of the culture had latched on. This is this is freaking 2006. We're in 2019. Like that is a it's a long time ago. So it's that is past for me. But to me, the reason that I can't just say, you know what, I don't want to watch 300 is because it is such a artistically draining movie to watch, which is it's fine. To me, this is a like this is a fine movie. I I brought this to the table because I wanted to choose something that was nostalgic when I was young and that I don't like now because everything that we've brought, we've given. I brought this to the table 10 out of 10. You know, um, so I wanted to switch it up, but I just don't think that I will want to rewatch this based off those things. I don't know how you look at 300 Watchmen and Sucker Punch and say, this man should spearhead a franchise of DC. So, <laughs> well, see, I loved Watchmen too. I enjoyed Watchmen, but it's like you knew what you were going to get. Why would you take. Us, those types of movies and make them dull and and well the I'm, biggest problem with those stayed. movies is that he murdered their character like he yeah. he murdered who superman doesn't murder people and he had him kill zod and then i mean the I whole remember, i remember being fine with that well but see that's the <laughs> problem with that's the problem with it like it was yeah. pretty fine up until then, and then it's like, oh, you you just don't care about who Superman is, and then like Batman, he has him murdering everyone too, which Batman doesn't really do that, and then like, just like them fight, it's just was stupid. Anyway, so so uh, I don't know if that answers the question of whatever you asked. I don't even remember. <laughs> remember what i asked at this point cool. oh i said is it is, is it the movie's fault or is it just the culture that made it cliche i think you have to i think you have to watch it with the lenses of this is 2000 christian i mean to me it's the same it's the same concept of of van helsink of it's just it's it's visually bad and you have to just say it was 2004 it's yeah 2006. that's what i say when i watch that but one. to me that's gonna that's going to prevent me from watching it unless See, I, I you don't know what think i mean it's i don't think it's visually bad the visuals do not bother me no i didn't think the cgi in this was bad but i mean I think, the way it the way it looks doesn't really bother me it's just the way it is but i, I will i think i only will watch this movie if i'm looking for like a get the adrenaline pump in you know kind of movie it's it's kind of like a yeah movie i i don't know i just think that there this would not this would be on the bottom of the list of of this time period i would you know 
movies that I would want to watch before this. It's so, not one that I would revisit, like or would like intentionally. Yeah. Revisit. With all of that said, when I was <laughs> when I was a sixteen year old boy, this was every weekend. So it knows what it wants to be. That's the great thing about it. It knows what it's trying to do. It knows that it's not. It's a surface level action movie with no depth and no like anything except for just to be visually ba action movie that's it and that's great that's fun i love those kind of movies i just don't i I, it it really is just the visuals of it that really have prevented me from enjoying it and and in every direction that Zack snyder took it in so i love the battle of thermopylae i think it's a that's a and i hate that that it's movie virginity was taken by Zack snyder so that's all i have to say about it i just look at it and i think man there's so, there was so much potential for this to be an a level movie uh, you know to be like this is top 10 best action movies of all time and i think it hasn't I, aged i mean well. if you compare no. it to troy it definitely well, is like night and day you know what right, I mean? Right. Like, it's not a class. I wouldn't say it's necessarily a classic movie. You know what I mean? Yeah. No. Sense. No. It's n- it's not. But that's not what it's trying to be. But it's also like not shot like a classic movie no. would be shot. I feel like it doesn't feel have that feeling at all. Right. I, I mean, in some like in some. I mean, I know we just talked about John Wick, but in some ways, this was like a movie that set out to change the way you film an action movie, and it did. I mean, it slow mo became, you know. I remember slow mo in Sherlock Holmes movies and things like that, and it it did just like John Wick has changed how you film an action scene. So, if that's what it was set out to do, it did it. Um, but with that, I mean, John Wick will be dated in ten years. We'll say, oh, but this movie is so much better than that. So, it's just like with anything else. In that yeah, regard. it's probably just with movies that it's totally relying on those types of things to hold it up that eventually will become right. That's probably what it is. It's like, it's relying on a bunch of things that are now considered tropey and kind of like, yeah, you know what I mean? You look at at a movie like (laughs) a thousand uh, times, (laughs) you look at a movie like Phantom Menace, Jurassic Park, those things are, you can tell they're very dated. You can tell that Ewan McGregor's looking at a dot. He's not really looking at Jar Jar. You can tell that those dinosaurs are CGI when they do move in herds. You know, it, but you don't care because it's a great story. Yeah. This is not. I mean, this could have been, but the way Zack Snyder is not somebody who's going to direct a amazing story of a movie, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. Are my thoughts it accomplished clear? its goal. It did. It did. And if that's what it and that's what it set out to do and it did it. So and and it led to Batman v Superman and <laughs> Man of Steel. Kendra, would you say Sucker Punch is your favorite Zack Snyder movie? I really like Watchmen. But uh yeah, probably. That's so funny. I know. It's I honestly... weird. It's it's that it's that movie that I like I'm slightly ashamed that I like it so much, but yeah. I don't know. It just, it just does it for me. So, all right. We only, we have like 10 minutes and then I got to get off. So shall we rate? Uh, 
Yeah, let's uh, let's give um, how many arrows that blot out the sun when you no. get this? <laughs> Shield slow mo yelling scene. How many slow mos do you give it? Kendra, <laughs> <laughs> um, I will give this uh, seven slow mos because I I just I it's not a movie that I'm ever like well let's watch three hundred but were it on I would probably watch it and enjoy it and it does have that nostalgia. Uh, from it being on TV all the time and watching it a lot. So, seven. Yep. Christian? Um, I'll go with a 4.5. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, I don't hate it. I I don't really care. Like, I don't really care to watch it again because I've seen it so many times. Right. But it is nostalgic, like, looking at clips of it. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like, it's just not at the forefront of my mind ever. Yeah. So. <laughs> um, I'm going to go with a six. I think it's just, it It set out what it wanted to do. It did some good things. I liked, I still like the action scenes. I think they hold up. Um, but, but Zack Snyder's, being Zack Snyder brought it down for me. Um, <laughs> so, so yeah, I give it a six. Well, I so. rated it the highest. Interesting. That is pretty interesting. All right. Well, we. I figured you would rate it the highest, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, Game of Thrones is over, so we're back to our regular extra credit. So I have a quiz for us today. This quiz okay. is on BuzzFeed, if, if anyone would like to play along. But it's Who said these quotes? SpongeBob or a random celebrity? <laughs> oh, God. Okay. Ooh. All right. Okay. So, first quote. Nothing says holidays like a cheese log. Was that SpongeBob or Ellen DeGeneres? Ellen DeGeneres. SpongeBob. It was Ellen. Mm. Cheese log. Interesting. Next quote. No one can change a person, but someone can be the reason for that person to change. Was that SpongeBob or Kim Kardashian? SpongeBob. I'll go with Kim. It was SpongeBob. Very deep for SpongeBob. Mm. Uh... Next quote. How long have I been this ugly? Was that SpongeBob? SpongeBob. Or, or, or Amy Schumer. Yes, it was SpongeBob. <laughs> I'm ugly and I'm proud. Yeah. Uh, next quote. I think mascara is a must. Was that SpongeBob or Kendall Jenner? Oh. God. It really seems like something Kendall would say. Kendall Jenner. Yeah. Yes, it was Kendall. Yeah. Next quote, can I be excused for the rest of my life? <laughs> was that Spongebob or Katy Perry? Spongebob. Um, can I be excused for the rest of my life? I mean, we're tied right now. Katy Perry. No, Spongebob. Yes. Okay. Took right. the lead. This last one is uh, a gimme. Though, actually, it... Okay, well, let me just tell you. The quote is, ravioli, ravioli, give me the formuoli. <laughs> <laughs> SpongeBob, obviously. SpongeBob, ravioli, ravioli, the formulae. But see, it's not SpongeBob who says that. Right, it's, it's, uh, it's plankton. It's plankton as a robot SpongeBob. No, no, yeah. no, 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 no. It's it's plankton as a robot, Mr. Krabs, and yes. it is SpongeBob. Yes. No, he's... they both have to say it at the same time. Oh yeah, they do. They both have to say it at the same time. Oh, okay. It's the password. All right. Makes him go through all the tests. I'm right, Kendra. I'm right, because he's trying to get SpongeBob to give him 
the no, thing. And he says, ravioli, ravioli, they, give me the formioli. They both say it at the same time. All right, I'm going to have to look that up. Oh, Because man. I can't picture that. Next Whoever. quote. I would very, I would very much like to be excluded from this narrative. Was that SpongeBob or Taylor Swift? Taylor, that's very obscure. Yeah, <laughs> SpongeBob. Really no, it's Taylor Swift. <laughs> Woo! Oh man, taking the two-point lead, Christian. All right, next. I know it's in Texas, probably in Tennessee, that says, "Fool me once, shame on, shame on you. Fool me." Dot, dot, dot. You can't get fooled again. <laughs> that's a confusing quote. Was that SpongeBob or George W. Bush? <laughs> oh, that's George W. Bush. The W. Yes, correct. They don't know about Tennessee. Next. I think people think I like to think a lot, and I don't. Was that SpongeBob or Kanye West? <laughs> uh, Kanye. <laughs> Uh, I'll say Spongebob. It was Kanye. So what are you guys oh. up to? I don't know. I'm I one just a, caught I'm, him. I'm, no, I'm one I'm, ahead. You're one ahead. Yeah. I mean, I, I caught. Well, this is, also caught really, this is also really easy. The quote is, you know what's funnier than 24? 25. 25. <laughs> we'll, get, we'll go ahead and. Spongebob. Christian. Yes. No. I, it I got. Kanye. It was Kanye. <laughs> It was that it was it was SpongeBob or Seth Rogen for the choices. Oh, I got okay. nine out of ten. Wow, I don't know what I got, but <sighs> I, I don't mean, know. Either. I beat Christian. You beat me by one. Who brought yes. SpongeBob to the table at one point? Well, All right, those are some very obscure. Yeah. Oh, oh <laughs> was it? Well, yeah. while Corbin is looking up a quote, uh, you can find us on iTunes or SoundCloud. Don't forget to rate and subscribe. Uh, if you'd like to share your thoughts in 300 or give us suggestions for upcoming episodes. Um, you can email us, nostalgiamethis at gmail.com, or you can uh, tweet at us, at nostalgiamethis, on the Twitters. Um, and we would love to hear from you. Don't forget to rate and subscribe. Uh, Corbin's going to take us out with a quote. Um, the world will know that free men stood against a tyrant, and few stood against many, and before this battle is over, even a god-king can bleed. There you go. There we go. Bye, everybody. Goodbye. Bye. We're down in hell, Sparta.